स्मार्ट कास्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू हेल्थ शॉट्स ब्रॉट टू यू बाय एच डी स्मार्ट कास्ट प्रेगनेंसी एंड पेरेंटहुड दीज आर द टू चॉइसिस वी मेक फॉर लाइफ फॉर सम ऑफ अस इट्स अ स्मूथ राइट फॉर द रेस्ट ऑफ अस इट्स समटाइम्स इवन डिफिकल्ट टू जस्ट बिगिन regardless we find it worth our while so much so that we opt for all kinds of fertility treatments one of the most notable being ivf so to make it a little easier at least at the beginning we bring to you this podcast ask the ivf expert is brought to you by parents of fertility powered by merck i'm your host deepthi ahuja and i will interview ivf experts from all over india to cover all sorts of questions you my dear would be parent might have in mind so are you ready to embark on your parenthood journey with fertility experts here we go So far we've come to accept that depending upon the couple situation and the woman's age the IVF treatment can vary drastically on an average the success rate for IVF treatments is about 30 to 40% this means that it is now time to address the elephant in the room suppose and god forbids but suppose the IVF treatment fails what are the implications on a couple's physical and mental health how long should they wait to try the IVF treatment again and how many times can they opt for it these are some of the tough questions we will tackle and believe you me with utmost empathy in this episode To lend his expertise and over 30 years of experience we have with us Dr Jatin Shah. Dr Shah is the director of Mumbai Fertility Clinic and IVF Center. Hi Dr Jatin how are you? Hi Deepthi I'm fine how are you? Thank you so I'm, much for having me here today. I'm good too the pleasure is all mine. Um so Dr Jatin since we've extensively discussed the emotional and physical implications associated with IVF including the prolonged health challenges and the toll it sometimes takes on the relationship. The first thing I'd like to ask you now is IVF really worth the risk? Uh, thank you Deepthi that's a really a wonderful question and uh, one which comes to the mind of every couple uh everybody who has to go through ivf fortunately for us ivf hmm. has been around now for you know 43 years and i have had the pleasure of practicing ivf for 30 years and we have so many so many studies now on the follow up effects of doing multiple ivf cycles on the mother's safety uh, you hmm. know the any adverse effects on the offspring so we have huge amount of studies conducted all over the world over the last 40 years which clearly document that there is no increased risk of any health side effects on the mother no increased risk of any ovarian or breast or cervical or uterine cancer the babies right, are all right. normal in fact in belgium and australia they followed up the kids you know to 15 years 18 years 20 years of life Ooh. and found that they are absolutely as healthy and as normal as naturally conceived babies so as far as risk goes i think it's very minimal it's more of an emotional roller coaster you know as you correctly yes. said going through failures and success and all that fortunately uh, with absolute modern technology today in 2021 uh, say you have a young couple under 35 we mm. stand around 50 to 60% chance of a pregnancy rather than the uh, you know previous 30 to 40% so probably oh. now failures are probably in a minority thankfully but of course we still have to deal with them because it's a huge uh, problem for the patients who fail and we need to discuss you know how to help them out hmm 
so based on our conversations up until now with other doctors and with you as well i think it's safe to say that ivf is the most effective treatment for infertility but it is certainly no walk in the park um so let's talk about the failures in an ivf procedure suppose a couple endures a full cycle of ivf and then the unexpected happens uh, the ivf cycle fails uh now ivf failures can undoubtedly leave you heartbroken would you dr shah recommend them to go under uh, a second attempt of the cycle yeah so you know the most important thing for an ivf success is the initial counseling you know when a couple first comes to us it's very important to realize that ivf is not like any other uh, treatment in medicine like say going for a bypass surgery or a renal mm. transplant where it's just a one time job right here right. they are counseled on day 1 that a full trial of ivf usually uh, means undergoing 3 to 5 cycles of ivf so the couple is usually mentally prepared that it's not going to be a one shot thing it will be a one shot thing for 5 or 6 out of 10 patients but mm-hmm. for the remaining 4 or 5 they might have to undergo repeated cycles which is nothing to worry about because every time a proactive unit would you know make the right changes change the protocol change mm-hmm. some uh, change you know the stage at which the embryo is transferred maybe do some additional tests do kind of a hysteroscopy rule out there's any problem in the uterus and so on so we need to know that the first cycle gives us a lot of information that how are the eggs oh. of the patient how are the sperms how are the embryos right. how is the lining of the uterus and if it mm. fails we usually have some clue in 80% of cases as to why it failed and mm. what is the remedy for that problem so accordingly then the second cycle is implemented and again we get a 30 40 even 50% pregnancy rate even in the second cycle so the couple must remember that you don't have to despair with one failure it's probably given a lot of information to your doctor and it's important to remember that he told you on day 1 that the success rate is 50% and your full trial is 3 to 5 cycles and as i answered before with the established safety of the procedure you don't really have to of course you have to overcome the emotions of the yeah. failure grief and everything which takes a week or two weeks but then it's best mm. not to waste time because female age is of course the most important determinant of success so it's best mm. to you know understand the first day counseling and move on with the treatment so since we spoke of failures what could be the reason for it i mean what could be the reasons for failures in an ivf procedure from a lifestyle perspective is there anything a couple can do after the failed cycle to ensure success in the next attempt So normally, from the lifestyle perspective, you know, I wouldn't wait for one failure. If there are obvious things like, say, obesity or you know, diabetes or mm. uh, smoking, drinking, you know, all these kind of things, bad uh, dietary habits, lack of exercise, I mm. would probably rectify all that before the first attempt itself, and mm. not wait for a failure and then tell them, oh, okay, now you need to lose weight. Of course, yeah, because it doesn't, it doesn't make a real sense, you know. So that mm. is, of course, the obvious. as far as causes of failure are concerned there are two categories one is where we knew the cause before we started like we know okay the woman is 40 or she has a very depleted egg reserve to start with we know that her success rate is not going to be 50% and she is probably been counseled for 10% or say mm-hmm. there is a male with a zero sperm count with uh, say a little bit of testicular failure and we are extracting sperms from the testes you cannot expect the sperm dna to be as good as say normally ejaculated sperm so these are mm. the obvious cases where we know the success rates will not be as good right. as normal young couples but a uh, lot of these patients so there may be polycystic ovaries with bad egg quality endometriosis and so on but what we need to remember that the number one emphasis is on the female egg you know there is a lot of recent research which shows that if you consider why implantation or fails and pregnancy doesn't occur it is now known that 80% contribution is the egg 10% is the sperm and 10% is the uterus 
so the egg is very very oh. important and the quality mm. of the egg depends on besides lifestyle on the age of the woman the reserve that she was born with what is the existing reserve now at the time of doing mm. ivf does she have associated thyroid issues or you know a polycystic ovary or endometriosis which would again affect egg quality and so mm. on so all these things and there is a these are all the known causes and then there are the unexplained causes where we thought everything was great and mm. we do the ivf everything looks good and yet she fails to get pregnant so these are the patients you know especially they are often labeled as unexplained infertility where we then find out okay it's probably an egg quality issue or a lot of the embryos are genetically abnormal or the sperm has a lot of dna fragmentation so we would recommend them additional testing maybe they would have to do you know a pgt pre implantation genetic testing of the embryos or the male mm. has to do sperm dna fragmentation uh, right. testing of semen and so on um Okay, so most couples seek uh, medical advice after years of trying to conceive naturally. Uh, does uh, your age also determine how successful your IVF cycle uh, would be? Like you mentioned about the female, but how about the male counterpart in the couple? Yeah, so male, you know, males produce millions of sperms every second of their lives. But as you correctly said, even paternal aging. Now there are papers and research which show that even aging of the male partner can affect IVF outcomes, especially if they have developed. You know, after forty, a lot of men develop hypertension, diabetes, cholesterol, lipids, and so on. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these things could cause you know uh, problems with the sperm and impair their fertility. But this is a smaller chunk. The main right. thing is women are born with a fixed number of eggs. Hmm. and you would be shocked to know that by the age of 30 a woman has lost 88% of her eggs already because wow. she was you know made to be a mother when she had her first menstruation say at the age of 11 that time the body was ready to be a mom but then hmm. of course over the centuries we've delayed that to a marriage you know at 18 20 25 28 30 and today most modern couples don't want to start a family until after 30 so a hmm. lot of the egg reserve is already lost and we find it's almost like an epidemic now you know that every second or third patient who walks into our clinic has a depleted egg reserve which is age related so age is something you know the pelvic clock keeps ticking and we just can't reverse those adverse effects of age on the egg quality so it's important to remember that ivf success rates are best before the age of 35 complete after mm-hmm. that there is a loss of success you know 5 to 10% per year until mm-hmm. by the time of 40 you are just at about 10 to 15% at best of taking home a live birth normal healthy baby with ivf right. so this is very important to me wow tough to hear but uh, still we will go ahead um how long of a wait is recommended between a failed cycle and trying again are there any limits to the number of ivf cycles a couple can undergo dr shah Uh, not really, because as I told you, three to five cycles is quite the norm, and we see so many patients who undergone three cycles, two cycles before they come to our clinic. Right. So many IVFs in different uh, clinics and so on, which happens in every clinic, you know. So there is no actual limit, but as you correctly said again and again, the emotional uh, quotient is very, very important, you know, because mm. every time, if you look at a lot of the dropout studies, that why patients drop out from an IVF program, the number one is emotional burden. The second right. is financial burden. The third is right. You know something else like okay pain of injections or unsupportive partner or something else like that. Hmm. So the main chunk is the emotional part. So it's very important that the IVF unit should have very good backup counseling and you know always there should be someone available to the couple whenever they are in grief or they feeling down after a failed cycle. They need someone to talk to from the clinic and that is where a good clinic you know stands out from other clinics. So it's very important to have a good counseling backup for these patients. but there's no limit they can do it immediately they can take a month's break 
there's no real medical uh, indication to give any breaks oh. between active cycles yeah okay um mm-hmm. you've mentioned a couple of uh, you know these already but uh, the thing is that couples like you said you know they go through a lot of emotional stress of repeat treatments along with financial burden that comes along with it and uh, maybe repeat ivf treatments could be unsustainable for them what are some of the other major factors one should consider before evaluating like you said counseling what are the other major factors one should consider before evaluating whether a fresh attempt at ivf is the right option for a couple or not so that's again a very important question especially from the indian context because mm. uh, you're probably aware that you know there's no insurance cover for ivf in india you know unlike the us oh, or the UK. i had no idea yeah. but yeah. So, okay you know the financial burden does get too heavy for most patients wow uh, yeah the so it's not again as i told you after one failed cycle we need to sit down with the couple we need to gauge the financial situation uh, hmm. we also try to counsel them to be open to other options like you know third party options like suppose in the first cycle i find out that all oh, the eggs are really bad and mm-hmm. if the second cycle is going to be the same quality of eggs again she would do much better off in the same budget you know to go for an egg donation and have a baby the same right. you know for bad sperms going for sperm donation or a bad uterus lining going for gestational surrogacy so you mm-hmm. need to be proactive in taking these decisions fast even if the patient likes it or doesn't like it they need to be aware of all the options to them so that unnecessary yeah. don't keep repeating the same mistake again and again and having same failures again and again so right. we always you know even on day 1 if i feel that a couple may not be able to go ahead financially if i know that with her profile okay she is 40 eggs are not going to be good and she just has a 5 to 10% chance whereas if she goes for a young oocyte donor she would probably have a 70% chance i hmm. would tell them these options on day 1 itself and you'd be surprised that almost 40 to 50% of patients do agree to these options on day 1 itself because you know if after 10 15 years of marriage right. they are really very keen just to have a baby and if they know that the odds are against them and if finance is also against them it's best to be practical and take a wise decision so all this is where counseling is so important and you have to take everything into consideration not just scientific aspects oh you keep trying five cycles mm. you have to keep counseling them as to what other options are there and to take them smoothly through that journey with the least emotional disturbance possible right i must say uh, dr jatin the way you have uh, you know put across all the answers your practicality is the most empathetic uh, side of you i mean the way you are practically talking about so many different things you're educating uh, you know our listener you are um, just saying it like it is you know i think that is that is one of the most empathetic things that one can do a doctor can do for their patients and thank you so much for that last question according to you what does the best possible care look like that aims to strike a balance between maximizing the chances of success and minimizing the risk failures yeah so again you know i have always held that the first meeting is very important we need a mm. careful review of all our past history what hmm. all she has done what is her age what is her egg reserve what is her antral follicle count uh, you hmm. know what is the uterus lining look like what about the male partner the, uh, we hmm. like to do a dna integrity test in the first round itself check her reserve again if i have any doubts you know make sure that you have not left any stone unturned it shouldn't happen that you fail one cycle and then say oh now i think we need to look at the uterus or now we need to you know do this test and do that test hmm. so that is very important that on day 1 and you should not have the same treatment approach for all patients remember each right. patient 
is a different individual and has to be treated like that so a good unit will always have a very individualized approach so we will not do the same thing for everyone who steps in so it has to be a individualized program made to tailor her needs both scientifically clinically financially every possible way and yeah. try to ensure that she gets the best outcome you know so that is very important you know like uh, doing icsi for a severe male factor or maybe uh, doing a pgt if she's had recurrent miscarriages in the past so all this needs to be done in the first cycle to make sure that you give her the best shot and if the unit does this as a individualized approach very practical approach takes into consideration all factors and does intense counseling on day 1 about mm. all options with success rates and leaves the decision to the couple then you are a sure shot hit and you are likely to you know achieve pregnancy in the shortest possible time wow that makes a lot of sense i mean mm-hmm. you know no beating around the bush doing it like it is counseling the way it should be and uh, having a very customized approach to each couple so my dear would be parent if you get all of these things from your ivf expert rest assured things will most likely fall into place for you thank you so much dr jathan for your time uh, this was a lovely conversation that we had thank you so much thank you so much dipti thank you so much it was a real pleasure being on your program thank you you were listening to health shots brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast